Welcome back to Flavored Enemy Tales of the Torrey, episode 32, Countess of Blood. Last we had left off, our crew of artifact retrieval specialists had delved deep and are now delving deeper. But a long way away, back in the capital city of Avandra, known as Douglas, there, sitting in her comfy recliner, enjoying some peace and quiet, having Vanth just had gotten triplets all to sleep at the same time. Sits Antigone Tig Floracus. She currently has her feet kicked up on the uh, on the ottoman. Has her back leaned into the chair and sipping a nice glass of jasmine tea and relaxing calmly. Got a few more days before everyone else should be arriving. And she's going to enjoy those few days and try to recuperate before the god-awfulness of the road. So, Tig, as you're sitting there, right by your, uh, right by your front door, just kind of basking in that light from the, from the front window in your home in Douglas, what are you doing? Uh, I think it's that thing of... Like, the thing that every parent does ever, where they're like, oh, I'm just resting my eyes, but they've, like, it would take about three minutes and she'd be fully asleep if she was allowed to have her eyes closed that long. Of <laughs> just, like, it's quiet in the house, and it hasn't been quiet in the house in <laughs> a few days. Just, it is just the basking in the peace. The peace remains. And so as you're sitting there, basking in it, enjoying yourself, we cut to Quincy H. Elias. Quincy, uh, you're getting ready to head over from uh, from yours and Jolene's place. Heading over to meet with an old friend in near the Goblin's Horde. Uh, they said that they would meet you there, and they had some information that might be helpful for your upcoming mission. So, right. as, as you're on your as you're on your way there, kind of like getting your stuff ready um, from from your house. So you're still in your house right now, kind of picking all your stuff up and. You know, putting your boots on, whatnot. What are you doing as this is all going on? Uh, well, if I'm getting my stuff loaded up, I imagine I'm sort of checking my firearm. And once that's fully done, I'm kind of looking for my hat, because sometimes when I take my hat off and leave it somewhere, uh, Mina will pick it up and just carry it somewhere else as a joke. She thinks it's so funny every single time and right now Quincy's just looking for his hat 
Uh, anybody see my hat? Uh. Uh, you see, you look up to look to kind of look up to see Mina standing on the a banister of the stairs, wearing your hat, and has a rope in her hand, and is eyeing the chandelier. Oh no 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 no! Quincy flies up to. <laughs> Oh, hold on there, darling. Uh, that, that chandelier won't support your weight. Yeah, you, you understand that. You can you can tell that just by looking at it. Uh, no. If I swing on it, like, fast enough, I'll be fine. No, no, no. Fast will mean more weight uh, on it. More force on it, anyway. It, uh. But, but when a lizard runs fast across the water, they don't sink. It's the same thing. That's um, that's a very different thing, actually. Garland, uh, I just installed a tire swing for you in the backyard. Like yeah, just yesterday. but when I but when I sit on it, then my my clothes get all like greasy, and then who wants that? I thought I cleaned that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, darling. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, gonna put my uh, foot down on this. You can't you're be still swinging flying. from the chandelier. Oh, okay, y you're right. Uh, Quincy drifts down to the ground and then walks up the stairs. Now your foot's down. Uh, you, you are too cute. Uh, he he picks up his hat off of her. Um, I'm gonna be going out for a bit to meet a friend. Uh, and okay. don't. Hey, but before I go, promise me that you're not gonna be swinging from that chandelier, okay? I will not be swinging from that chandelier. Or any of the other chandeliers. How many you chandeliers run those stairs? do we have? <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> Angela, do you mind? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I got it. You're... You're a wonderful doll. I'll, uh, do you want me to pick you up anything on my way back? Uh, no, I, I should be fine. I think I got everything that I, that I need. Um. Ooh, okay, but, like, if you, if, if, if you, if you, if you see, if you see that little, that little cart that they've been pushing around that's selling the, like, the, 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 the like, they're, like, really, really tiny, cold spheres, and they each taste, like, different flavors and they mix them all together what are they called what are they called um um spoon of spears spoon of spheres those are them yeah yeah spoon of spheres all right uh, if i if i see the spoon of sphere cart i'll uh, get one for you as well uh okay yeah all right um, uh, i'll oh, be heading out hey right before you go uh yeah yeah she kind of tosses something down the stairs to you you see it's kind of floating in the air and it's kind of like the brass coloration Floats down towards you. Oh. Gotta make a, gotta make a, a slide of hand check to catch it. Oh, uh, okay. Um, plus five. I should be decent at this. Uh, Eleven. Okay. Um, so you catch it out of the air and you look. It's like I, I managed to scrounge up a bunch of parts and bits and pieces from old drunk that's been kind of discarded and managed to put pieces together. As you open it, you see it's a, it's a, um, 
it's, it's a pocket watch. It's a bunch of little intricate little pieces and stuff like that. You can see that there looks to be like the, the minute hand itself looks to be made out of like a retaining pin. And then the hour hand looks to be uh, some kind of weird uh, gilded uh, tiny twig. Um, and it's all these pieces that are intricately interlaced together. Um, and it's actually really cool looking. It has a bunch of different little designs and features on it from varying different art styles and such. Oh, wow. Is this for me? Oh, this is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I figure, you know, Mom's always yelling about you being late all the time, so maybe this will make you stay on time. <laughs> well, I'm not late that often. Well, okay, maybe I am. Uh, anyway. Uh, Aren't you supposed to be somewhere right now? Right, right. Uh, I, I'm, I'm getting going. I'm getting going. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Angel. Of course. And, uh, uh, be careful when I'm gone. And he closes the door on his way out. Uh, I get. Yeah, I guess he'll either like hop on Apple or just fly. Well. I think he tries not to fly in densely populated areas just because it gathers a lot of <laughs> attention. So he yeah. will saddle up on Apple. And Apple's faster uh, on foot than he is in the air anyway. So he'll ride Apple down to uh, where he's meeting a friend. Okay, so you're heading down to the Goblin's Horde. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you're heading that way, we cut over to Ziggy, Banjo, Glisse, and Ghost. You all are just now arriving into Douglas uh, a few days earlier than originally planned. Um, you all were slight bit worried about the route that was you were planning on taking. Uh, and how rocky the surfaces had become during the conflicts. And there was some huge landslides that had made a lot of the terrain hard to navigate uh, until Banjo and Ziggy had a heck of a time destroying all the rubble in between and clearing out the pathway for all the travelers, including yourselves. <laughs> Hell yeah. So as you guys are just now arriving into Douglas, um, you know you're two days early from when you're supposed to be meeting Tig at her house. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Ghost is going to look at Ziggy and be like, so uh, how was it over with the Novatoria? I know you guys got up to a bunch of stuff. And I'm kind of curious. Oh, yeah. We, uh, you know, I mean, it's a strong group of adventurers. I I really feel like I, I spent a good amount of my time that wasn't smashing heads was trying to make sure Nido didn't make any, you know, fell deals with not just Faye, but really anything. Dolphins, I'm guessing. etc. <laughs> Wait, did you say dolphins? Yeah, I mean, probably a Faye dolphin, but yeah. I didn't know they have those in that variety. Neither did I. Yes, but honestly, it's it's been a uh, as much love as I have for the Novatory. It's it's been a, a fun breath of fresh air. I uh, 
have enjoyed this this little trot across the lands. Well, um, we're uh, yeah. I was just gonna say we're excited to have you on the team. Uh, yeah, it's always a pleasure to have another fellow musician around us. Now that Callie's not around, I I think you're flattering me. I just have a little tambourine to tap when I'm particularly miffed. Nah, nah. I'm I'm excited to play with you. Likewise, I uh, I have a few friends that like to put on a good show. I suppose. Well. Here's one more. <laughs> so, Excellent. Yeah, um, I mean, I... Oh, go ahead. Um, so, so you guys are kind of standing near the near the front gates uh, to to Douglas. Um, do you have anywhere in, in mind in particular you'd like to go, um, or anyone in particular you'd like to see? You know that uh, Arthur had left earlier than you all and had came back here to speak with the Royal Thruple about, you know, how to handle Boss Rai now that Marcus Demon's off the throne, but the people there are still suffering because they don't really have any resources, and he's trying to figure out what he can do. So you know he's here. Uh, so probably You could probably assume somewhere near um, well, Whitestone Castle. Um, which is the the castle here at the at the capital city? Um, you also know where Tig's home is and Quincy and Jolene's home. Um, there's also the Whitestone Inn, which is the uh, which is the tavern that you all had met in. You all could go to. There's also the Goblin's Horde, which is that weird pawn shop that's run by Lyle. Um, and there's also Adela's General Goods. You could go to as well. I'm going to go pay Tig a visit. Uh, I had a question I wanted to go speak to the Royal Thruple about. Okay. So I'll probably head to the castle. Yeah, I think I'll probably tag behind Banjo. All right. All right. Okay. So, Glacia's heading to Adela's, Banjo and Ziggy are heading to the castle, and Ghost is heading to Tig's house. Yep. Alright, so we will pick up with Ghost. So, Ghost, as you start making your way through through the city, um, into, the, into the Milo district, um, in the Milo ward, which is the residential area where Tig's house is, um, you know, you're bobbing and weaving your way through, um... And for the briefest moment, you feel like you recognize someone out of the corner of your left eye. And then they slip inside to the va in inside to uh, Vaithu into one of the campus buildings. And you're not too sure. Maybe you're just seeing things. Um, and do you want to continue heading on to uh, Tick's house or what do you want to do? I'm going to go look for that person. Okay. So you head in, you head towards the, uh, the, the door that, uh, that, uh, Tig walked through. I mean, not Tig walked through, uh, the person that you feel like you knew walked through. Um, and you open the door and you head in and there's this kind of like 
semi long, semi wide hallway, about ten feet wide, and about twenty feet long. There are no doors on left or right, but there is a singular door at the end of the hallway. Like not a double door, just a single door. I guess I'll blend in with the crowd and make my way through that door. Just act there like is, I belong. There is no crowd. You're the only person in here. Oh no. Alright. To the door. Uh you head over to the door. Now what do you do? Check for traps. I know it's college, but I don't trust stuff. <laughs> Alright, uh roll. Uh that's what? Investigation or perception? Uh, it's going to be Thieves Tools, so or Sleight of Hand. Oh, Sleight of Hand. All the way. 17. Yeah, there's no traps. It is All right, locked, cool. though. Pick the lock and go through. All right, you pick the lock, and you go to open it, and it doesn't open. Like, it's still locked. Uh... All right. Um, can I see through the door? No, it's like, a is full. It... It's a full steel door. There's no glass on it at all. It's got like a. It's like a, like an old like like a like a like turn like a turn knob for the for the doorknob. Can I just try the handle to see if it was already unlocked? Yeah, you already <laughs> did that, and it it's it's still it still feels like it's locked. Alright, I guess I could just leave it be for now and make my way back around to takes. As Go back on the around, original quest. As you turn around, you see the exact same hallway. And you're looking at a, the same door on the other side. Which is definitely not what it looked like when you walked in. Alright. I'm going to stare down the hallway mm -hmm. and then walk backwards still looking at the door you back yourself into the into the door all right Shit. Um, can I tell if this is like magic or like uh yeah I, I can I make an arcana check to see what's yeah. going on Good, you can check. Uh, 14. All you get back from the sense of peering into the arcane is a sense of death. Not death as in someone died or the stench of death. Death as in, like, a comfortable hand on the shoulder when somebody finally succumbs to their wounds, or a hand tucking the hair behind your ear as you breathe your last breath. That comforting presence that you're not alone. Even in those final moments. Alright. Um, I'm going to put one hand underneath my hood. 
and then I'm going to tuck my other hand down at the side and reach into the pocket where uh, Aftercut is, and then just be like, who's there? And try and figure out who's there. You hear the door open behind you and then close. Did you see this figure rise up from the ground off of all fours? You see it stretch and elongate until you see this dark furred, lycanthropic looking individual. He's got a long black cloak and a deep black hood and his face has these white patches of fur that are almost indistinguishable from a skeletal face. You see these dark crimson red eyes. Eyes you've seen before. And as you're eyeing that and eyeing your way out, you see a woman clad in white. On her wrist rep- uh, rests a pure white bird. With a shallow hood pulled up over her head. And they both eye you. One a cold and sure presence one a warm comforting one can I help you and I'm going to keep my hand on aftercut and then you feel your foot catch a lip of of stone as you hit your forehead into a door Ah, Uh, and you immediately start hearing children crying uh tig you hear a loud bang at your front door uh and your triplets start crying what do you do i'm gonna fucking kill somebody Uh... darling lay back down i've got it just and you hear him head head off over there head off over to the triplets what do you do uh uh did the banging come from my front door Yep. Where, where was the bang? Okay. Loud, loud bang right, right right in your front door. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stand up and go deal with that. Uh, you see Ghost nursing a big lump on their head, on their forehead. Yeah, that, that hurt. Mm-mm. What the fuck are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here for another two days. We, uh, we got here early. And y'all didn't think to send a message or some... some... Come on, Todd, I'll get you some ice. Come on. Thank you, um... Yeah, I just... Yeah, I I need to sit down. Go sit. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot about the message earrings as well, and, uh... I should have warned you. It would have been nice. I have three newborns. It would have been great to know that y'all were here sooner. Shit. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. 
Nico just point to the sofa that he can go sit on and go get some ice from the uh, kitchen. About now you realize you're still in your PJs. It doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> like, you showed up at my house two days before you were supposed to be here without telling me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> this is what you... You woke up my children with your banging against my front door. You don't... I don't care. <laughs> There's more pressing things. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I just go sit down on the couch and rub my head and try to ponder what the hell just happened. <laughs> So, as you're doing that, um, Tig, what are you doing while this is going on? I'm going to get ice, and then I'm going to come back and give him the ice. (laughs) And I'm going to sit and be like, why the fuck did you run your head into my front door anyway? I didn't mean to. Um, I caught something out of the mean to run into my front door but there had to have been a reason you didn't just do it for fun i assume i would think you were smarter than that even though yeah i don't like head injuries and banging my head on things isn't exactly the best for me um no i was following something and i ended up in a hallway and of course two more empty hallway two people showed up one gave me a nice stare the other one gave kind of like a warm comforting stare and I backed up down the hallway and all of a sudden I'm hitting my head in your door I do not know how I got here last time I knew I was at bay with you in the hallway there were two people staring at you one in white one in black with white fur and the semblance of a skeleton would, I, I, would that ring any bells to me in my sleep-deprived state? Uh, make a religion check. Have my religion. Uh, my religion ain't bad. Uh, 14? It rings a bell. You can't put your finger on it, but it does ring a bell. But you have a uh, an idea of who... Uh, in the nearest vicinity would be able to answer questions on the occult. Yeah, but he is currently dealing with our three children who just got woken up by somebody ramming his head into the door. So he is uh, not getting talked to at this exact moment. I'll ask him later. Uh, I am going to give Ghost a hug because I am glad to see him even if I am irritated at the circumstances. Um, Ghost gives the hug back and uh, goes, I'm Sorry for waking up your kids. Um, I didn't mean to, like I said. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. They were probably going to wake up in 20 minutes anyway, because that is uh, how that one goes. I do kind of uh, want to go see the kids, though, but that's later. You can see them later after they have ideally uh, had a nap. Uh, Hopefully they don't get scared by a fox. Have you seen their dad? Have you seen me? It's... I mean, it's kind of different when... I... Sure, but... But we'll figure something out. It'll be What'd you name him? Uh, Yonthe, Icarus, and Thalia. Those are nice. I think Icarus, Icarus is gonna be a cool guy. I'm sure they're 
they're all also like two days old, so yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> doesn't doesn't matter right now. Um, where's everybody else? Because I know y'all were all traveling together, so you got here uh, early. Yeah, that means I, the rest of them also got here early. Um, Banjo went to talk to the Royal Thruple and. Ziggy and let's say went to no uh Banjo and Ziggy went to the Royal Thupple let's say went to Adela's and I came here surprised you didn't go with Glissay to Adela's to do some I had my fill of the swindler I'm I'm good I got my cursed sword and cloak and I don't well, I don't want to go back. I'm good for now. It would be yeah. smart to pay a visit before we leave, but for now, I'm okay. That seems fair. And with that, we'll cut over to Ziggy and Banjo. Uh, as you are, you both are heading up the stairs of the Whitestone Castle. Um, you see Arthur currently. Uh, Sitting on a uh, on a dais, kind of overlooking the rest of the city, you can see he's got his his armor on and his helmet is resting um, on the dais in front of him. He's got his sword slung on his back, um, and you can see it because it's it's pretty. His his weaponry is pretty iconic because uh, all of his stuff is just coated in rust. His armor, his sword, all of it, just coated in rust. Uh, and you can see him, he's kind of over, he's kind of like looking out on the city from this raised area as you are working your way up. Uh, so do you guys do anything as you were passing him on your way to the castle? If I'm correct, I, I don't believe I've actually met uh, Arthur yet. <laughs> now you, you, met, you met Arthur at... Uh, at Krasiun in uh, Skaldaren. He was there with oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Aurora okay. and Callie. Uh, well, I suppose I'll be friendly with him. Arthur, how you doing? Oh, uh, hey, hey, Banjo. Um, it's good to see you. And Ziggy, good to see you too. Uh, how are things going? in Bas Rai? <sighs> Tough, if I'm being honest. Uh, yeah. Um, I would imagine a lot of the old guard probably doesn't <clears throat> isn't too keen on the changes, yeah? I mean, the thing is, is a lot of people are keen on the changes. I mean, some people aren't, obviously. But mm -hmm. A lot of people are. But the problem is, is that we're now having to, like, rework how we do a lot of things. You know? Like... Yeah. The idea of trying to abolish currency has been floating around and just kind of building hmm. something similar to how, you know, Bogsboro does things. But it's it's so difficult because everyone's got such differing points of view. So, you know, it's that it's that Absolutely. Tall, it's, it's that hard time after after rebellion, you know, like no one knows exactly what they want, you know. Yeah. I the administrative end of, of leading really sounds dismal. Absolutely, yeah. I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. But you got a good head on your shoulders, Arthur. I... 
I've I've laid out a plan. They, they're supposed to they're supposed to we're we're gonna have a uh, a vote on which which uh, system to adopt. I've got everyone working on it, so by the time that we're finished here, I should be able to start rebuilding. Absolutely. There were always good people there when I was there, so yeah. I think the people will know what they want well, I'll, after I'll all you, this. I'll have you know that uh, everyone everyone grouped together and they uh, they drugged that horrible statue, the Triumph, out to, oh. uh, out, to the, out, out to the ruins of Liedmire. Oh, and my. apparently they're apparently they're working on putting together a concert. A bunch of bards are going to go out and everyone's going to slowly melt it using music. Oh, that is music to my ears. I you should would, go. You should I go would love to attend. Absolutely. We got a little business to take care of, but I would not miss that for the world. <sighs> Good memories with that statue. Did you know <laughs> I helped Quincy uh, <laughs> deface it a while back? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good times. <sighs> well, thank you, Arthur. Um... I wish you the best of luck, and I will certainly be there to witness that magnificent concert. <laughs> it should be good. I, I know I'm looking forward to it. You take uh, care of yourself. Yeah. Um, I'll meet you all at, uh, at Tig's place uh, here in a couple days before we can figure out everything moving forward. I got Here's- more business to attend to, but... Yeah, let me know if you need any help with any of that, you know. I haven't been there in a long time, but I remember what the rebels in my day wanted, so if you need somebody who knows the place, I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, I'm all ears. I appreciate you, Banjo. Really. Thank you. All right. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go head out. Um, you two take care. and uh, Good luck. I'll see, see you on the other side. Yeah. Don't stress it too much. I'm Be sure soon. things will fall into place. Yeah. Later. And I suppose I'll, I'll look to Ziggy and say, I suppose we could just walk right in, right? At, at this point. I feel like they should know us by now. Yeah, we got enough rapport. I don't know, it feels fancy. I don't... <laughs> That's true. All right. Is there like a front door to the castle, or? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a giant there's a giant set of double doors near the near the top of the stairs. I, I do think it would be polite to knock, Ziggy. As soon as, <laughs> you, as soon as you approach the doors, they both open to you. As you can oh. see, guards lined up on either side, uh, making a beautiful procession for you to, to move forward into the throne room. I suppose fancy, that's as good fancy. as knocking. Absolutely. <laughs> Perhaps a little formal, but uh, I feel like I'm, I should play something. I'm just gonna like softly play my banjo as I'm approaching. <laughs> yeah, I'll. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll tap a little uh, fanfare on the tambourine to to accompany the banjo. There you go. Don't be shy. Why don't you two give me a performance check? Um, All right. Here's how, you, here's, how you, here's how you can do it. One person roll the performance check. The other person roll the help action. Okay. Um. Do you want to? I can do the performance. I'll tell you what. I'll 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 do the help action. <laughs> hey, we're doing good tonight. All right, that's a twenty-five. Ah, yeah. So you you catch you catch the you start moving down there, and you see that the uh, the guards start. You see them start tapping their feet, and the metal clanking against uh, yeah. the floor. 
and then you see them start tapping their lances against the ground to accompany uh, the beat. And right. <laughs> you see them all kind of uh, right face inward as you pa- as you pass through, and then they finish off the song with the loud taps and then the clashing of their of their lances together in the middle. As you've been given just absolutely like preposterously uh, enigmatic entrance into this <laughs> into this zone. I just shout to a couple of them. I say, "Y'all should moonlight as bards." Damn, that was an amazing <laughs> entrance. And that was better than the formality. I liked that. <laughs> Don't be shy, Ziggy. I suppose, yeah. I need to go more places with you, Banjo. Uh, Absolutely. You see Queen Winter, Queen Maya, and King Tristan respectively left to right on the three equally high thrones. Um, and you see that uh, King Tristan and Queen Maya are currently talking. And uh, Queen Winter kind of looks at you all and says... Huh. Ziggy? Banjo? Uh, well, now that I've finished showboating, I'm gonna take a knee and just say, Your Majesty. Good entrance. You can, uh, (laughs) you can can stand back up. You're you're more than welcome here, Wolf. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, I guess, uh, how have things been? (laughs) Please don't tell me you came here just to catch up. I mean, I'm here for it. All right. Sorry, trying to be friendly. I understand, though, you're a busy woman. Um, so your daughter um, actually helped me learn the Revivify spell. And um, she happened to give me a diamond um, okay. with that. And I was wondering, uh, figuring that we're going on a pretty mm-hmm. dangerous mission, if uh, you, by chance, were able to provide me some diamonds for... If any of our friends fall. Hmm. Well, the tough part with with Revivify is that you need a pure diamond. No impurities can be in it at all. So right. those kinds are kind of hard to come by. I mean, you're easy to purchase for the purchasing price, but they're not, you know, readily available. Uh, I understand. We do, we, we do have three that we, that we have currently. Uh, but we have to keep one here for she kind of looks off in the distance. I understand. Um, things. But I think I'm picking I, I, up. I, I, can, uh, I, I can definitely part with the other two if you, if you need them. I think that would be mighty fine. And I kind of think for a moment about my own family. And I look at this family here and I know why they have three on hand. I feel a little bad about making them part with it, but I just say... I just want to make sure that all my friends can make it back to their families. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, I'll have, Ideally, I'll have, we bring them both back to you. Yeah, yeah I'll have, I'll, very much so. I'll have the guards uh, go and fetch them. Uh, is there anything else you need? Well, that was the most pertinent thing. Um, I th- thank you very kindly. I don't want to waste any more of your time. Oh, I mean, that's, that's fine. Yeah, I don't know Revivify. I was just following Banjo. <laughs> We're hanging out. We're friends. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to hear it. I'm honestly, it brings me joy to find people making friends and having happiness even in these dark times. Absolutely. You know, your uh, leadership is 
a pillar in that, I must say. I try to do what I can. Same as Tristan, same as Maya. Absolutely. Well, thank you kindly. Uh, and I suppose I'll make my leave then, Your Majesty. Mm, uh, Banjo, you see King Tristan kind of tries to oh. catch up to you. Yes, hello, uh, Your Majesty. Kind of walks up to you. <laughs> you see, he's kind of imposing. He stands He stands about six foot four. He's got really broad yeah. shoulders. He's in That's his full, full armor, uh, like full, like, decorative plate uh, plate mail armor um, and his large rune sword on his back um, he kind of looks at you kind of looks down at you and says uh, I had a I had a question for you oh uh, certainly uh, I probably possibly have an answer <clears throat> so do you remember? Remember? Remember what exactly? You can see a swirl of blue, like a flurry of stars. Uh. Do I remember? Can you feel. A little dizzy, and then you know you, you shake it off. Like he's probably just trying to you know mess with you. It's kind of joke. Um, <laughs> uh, very very funny, Tristan. Uh, that uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 Def oh. definitely. Is it rude of me to say I, I don't entirely know what you're talking about right now? No 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 don't don't, don't worry about it. Um, don't worry about it. Um, so, uh... <laughs> if, if, you have some, if you have some time tonight, um, if you have some time tonight, I think, uh, you and I and a friend and anyone else you'd like to bring along might need to have a chat at the Whitestone Inn. Um, oh, Absolutely. I'll get us a private room. Don't don't worry about it. Um, drink some food on me too. You can bring your friends if you'd like, but okay, it might might get a, a little personal. Um, you, you can see you that he's very, he's very awkwardly dancing around something here. Can I try to make an inside check on this? Sure. That's a ten, right in the middle. He's behaving like someone who realized that they spilled a secret too soon. Uh, um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it at at the at the end. Um, you reckon I should come alone? I cover my ears. Bring who you'd want there for you. Things become all too real. That's about as much as I can say on that. Unfortunately, I think I might have already said too much. Um, uh, so yeah, just, understood. 
Yeah, um... Yeah, uh... <laughs> 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 he finger guns right. you? Uh, uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. You're um, the <laughs> very cool king there, King. I mean that. It's not sarcastic. Don't. Not sarcastic. Don't misunderstand me. Uh, well, all right. Um, I will keep that in mind, and I shall see you tonight. Uh, As yeah. I turn, I'm kind of turning around, like, oh, like the smile kind of drops a bit. Yeah. Like um, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. And- you hear him. You hear he goes to talk to the guard to his right. If you, if you halted your step for just a little bit, if you like kind of swung your gait a little bit, in order to just kind of slow down a bit, you feel like you might be able to eavesdrop on what he says. I'm nosy. Hell yeah! Do you want me to roll anything for that? Uh, yeah. This is gonna be stealth. Oh no. Okay. Oh, that wasn't a bad roll. That was a twenty-four. Go and get Marion. Let her know that we're going to meet tonight. Do I know the name Marion? Uh, so what, what do you two do? I'm going to... I'm looking to, to Banjo for context clues. I, I'm <laughs> sweating. You can see it on my face. I don't know what's going on. I'm not used to important things happen in, in my life. <laughs> I'm just gonna... Right. Uh, I give the smallest bow that is acceptably polite and turn around and start start walking. I just looked at Ziggy. I'm like, oh shit, I was so anxious. I, I fucking forgot to bow back. Damn. Okay. No, they're cool. They're cool. All right. Hey, so that wasn't like... Foreboding's the wrong word, but that was that was odd, right? No, that was foreboding. I, I think that okay. might be the right word. All right. Um, I wasn't sure if I was being alarmist. Did you see the the blue stuff? Did he see the blue stuff? Did I see the blue stuff? You did not see the blue stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, all right. Nope, no big deal. You want to get a... No, we're going to drink later tonight. You know what you want to get a drink now? What time is it? (laughs) Yeah, all right. Yeah, It is is 11 (laughs) o'clock. That's that's... I might need one. (laughs) Hey, it's... uh... As they say, it's it's five in the Feywild. Let's go. <laughs> All right. As I suppose we head to the Whitestone Inn. <laughs> All right. Um, and then with that, we'll cut to Glisse. Oh, well, if it isn't my favorite customer. Good to have you. What can I interest you in? Oh. Well, then isn't that really not a patron you'd want?
Hmm. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you know, I was hoping, you know, just to kind of play with it a little bit longer, but sometimes, you know, you just gotta let them rip, right? As you see this black shadowy figure replace Jimothy's body, and you can see 60 or 70 porcelain masks all around it just kind of littering this black amorphous blob uh, each one of them is an intricate carving of a humanoid looking face one of them you can recognize is Jimothy's face the other one the other one looks like someone you've seen before somewhere you can't place it but someone you've definitely seen before the other hard to make out but kind of looks at you so you want to get the the rot's attention I can still help with that no not Jimothy <laughs> well, no, you've known Jimothy. Well, you've known Jimothy. That's not me. Oh, no one really important. I'm just a friendly face. Who do you want me to be? Did you see the, the black amorphous blob swirl? as you see the noble standing in front of you. Gilded gold outfit, flowing black hair, that deep, deep coloration to her skin, kind of washing over you this radiance, this better than thou, holier than thou radiance. Oh, no, I don't have any desire to kill you. I'm still here to help you. And I'm not asking for anything in return. No, 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 no. If you want to seek out the rot, I can help with that. But all I ask is that you, uh... Think about it is what exactly you want, because... No one wants to make a choice and... Go down a certain path when they think it's what they want and it's not. It's all lies. Sure. No? Okay. You see him turn back into that black amorphous blob with the masks everywhere. There we are. No. 
What do you need of me? That's fair. Oh, well, Jimothy's been a bit preoccupied. Yeah. So I took it upon myself to assist him. So, just some herbs and a trinket, then? Hmm. Well, I can offer some advice along with this, and he slides over a mummified toe that's attached to, like, a small weird looking um, weird looking like ring type thing uh, you can see it, it's not like a ring for the finger you can see it, it's like slides it's like supposed to like slide over like a tree branch or something like that because the ring itself is huge um, and he also slides over a um, small wool uh, bag filled with uh herbs and and stuff like that um, I can offer some advice but I don't want to annoy you with any kind of unrequested assistance and if this is all you want then this is all I'll give
I understand that. There was a time where I wasn't the liar. But it's been so long. It's been so long since I've been anything but what I am now, which is ironic for me. But so much has changed. I think the same is for you, that it's hard to recognize when you look back into your own past at what you used to be and recognize that for yourself because it's not. Every bit of us dies throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the year until nothing of the original is left. I think that the same goes for us, even a little bit more so. The only thing that I want you to do, Glisse Fauché, the Scarlet Plague, whatever it is you feel and you know you are, is do the thing that you excel the most at. And do that the way that you see fit. Don't be beholden by any commandments or duty or honor. You are only beholden to yourself. Keep being you. 
Bill, I believe you wanted a friendly face before. You see that there's a black, bright flash of red fire. As you see an older Firam woman staring back at you. You can see the plumage in her hair, the striking resemblance to your own, and the kindness that's dotted with bits of sinister throughout it. And that wrinkle, wrinkled expression in the, in the face, like the brow is constantly furrowed. I hope that I was able to bring you some sort of happiness. We say. And you feel your body flung backwards, your feet dragging along the ground as you're holding your items in your hand as the doors to Adela's close. And you find yourself standing on the street. So, uh, Quincy, you see Glisse in the middle of the street as you're strolling along on Apple. Uh, Glisse? Uh, I, I see that Glisse is crying, right? Uh, Glisse, you're trying to hide it? All right, uh, Glisse Deception, Quincy Insight. 19. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, Gle Glisse is crying, and not only that, it's the same kind of pained crying that you see on on Quinlan's face sometimes when she calls you by her mom's name. I think Quincy will get down off his horse um, and he'll just kind of lean down uh, on his knees and just put a hand on Gleese's shoulder. You don't have to explain yourself or say nothing. And if you want, I can take you to an alley over there and we can, and you can keep on working through it. Quincy, you hear your, your, uh, freedom communicator beeping at you as another prayer comes in from, <laughs> from the whisper 
What? Uh, so, I'm you, I'm so you, sorry. You're, Someone you're, called you're, me at the exact wrong time. Your 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 freedom your freedom beeper was beeping as uh, uh, as someone was uh, praying to the whisper. I'm so sorry. I have to send this forward. Hold on. Sorry. My my apologies. Um, you. I imagine you need a moment, and we can. I I, I can do what I can to give you. If you want. Uh, yeah, you're actually not too far away from the from the the open park area near VFU. Uh, you're it's probably about probably about a quarter mile walk from here. Okay. Do you try to hide yourself from Quincy as you do? Okay. Uh, make a stealth check. Quincy, are you paying attention? Uh, yeah. yeah I'm, I mean, I was just standing right in front of them. All right. And perception. Okay. Hang nabbit. Only a ten. Yeah, so Glissa immediately just vanishes right in front I of you. Was, it's it's just like it, it's just right like back. At, I was literally looking. It's just right like at back under. <laughs> it's literally just like back under Angler. One minute they're there, next they're gone. Oh dang that! That was. And then come out of that alleyway. Disguised as who? A, a different Pharaoh. <laughs> uh, Alright, make a uh, make another stealth check, I guess. And Quincy, make another perception check. Fourteen. Uh, yeah, you're gone. Oh, bye, Velia. Now, where did Glisse go?
Uh, no. No, it's it's midday. Yep, it just closed. It's like it's like noon right now. Um, yeah, so you scatter the herbs around and you find this tree. Uh, you see where you can slip that ring over the uh, over the branch. As you do, you see the leaves on the trees start to fall. The branches start to creak and moan. And it withers. The grass around kind of deadens. The soil becomes extremely soft. As you're praying right there. Speak, child. You see the tree peering down on you. It's deathly eyes gazing into you in this hollow soul. It's soft and empty voice echoing in your ears. Pray for Do you Or do you exalt yourself? You are an end. You are death. You are decease. You are not decay. That which you destroy is gone. There is no rebirth. There is no life from the death that you cause. You are a pestilent waste, scattered across the air, through the soil. You burn everything. There is no growth back from which you destroy. You do not exalt me. You care for yourself. You fear your own fears. You worry your own worries. And the only thing, all that which matters, is you and your image. For one who seems so caught up in everything around them, the only thing you're caught up in 
yourself. So tell me. Do you exalt me? Or are you misguided? seen how life flourishes in these dark times. Your friends or those who think you are their friend, I should say. How in this dark, decaying death there is still happiness, there is still life, That, that is my way. You must help the things grow from the death that you cause. You must assist in its cycle. When a tree rots and decays, when a body decomposes, new things grow from it. You must also assist in these things growing. You have caused the death. Now help with the growth. As an acorn falls from the tree into the soft soil in front of you, and you feel the presence leave the tree.
Uh, I believe Quincy was uh, was riding the horse, riding Apple. Uh, Oh. Uh, are you looking over? Are you flying overhead? Uh, uh I am now because Glisse disappeared on me, and they were, you know, in a. All right, yeah, you you see you see an angel, little angel flying overhead. Um, d does Quincy see this circle of decay in the otherwise green park and then please say step out of it? Uh, yeah. Um, Quincy will hover down, um, and you'll notice that, like, when Quincy flies with, like, his angel wings, he doesn't have to, like, he only moves them when he has to, like, change direction. He doesn't have to, like, constantly flap them like a bird because they're unnatural. Or supernatural, I should say. And he kind of, you know, alights on the ground. Ugh. You know, I think this may be the first time you disappeared and I've been able to find you. Ugh. Um. Well, I mean, we try. Obviously, we try to find you. You're just... You've always been pretty tough to find. But... I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave you alone. Not while you were crying. It. Yeah, um, I went through that myself a little bit with the noble when I learned what they were really like. Um, Quincy just kind of quietly nods and Glisse can probably tell that like Quincy has struggled for so long to like try to figure out the right thing to say to help you that now he's decided to just listen.
I know it's hard. It sucks when they toy with you in your life. And... You know, because it, it'd be so easy for them to fix so much, but then they don't, and it... And you're the one struggling in the meantime. I, I don't mean... I don't mean to invalidate your... What I'm trying to say is... I feel it too. I've been here. Wanna go get some spoon of spheres? And just talk about it. Quincy, you realize you're 20 minutes late to... Oh! Oh! Shoot! Ah, dang it. Um, I... I have a meeting with a friend at, uh... At the... Uh, Goblin... Uh, Emporium. Uh, but would you mind going there with me and then on the way back we get the Spoon of Spheres? So, as you both are working your way towards uh, the Goblin's Horde, um, we're going to fast forward a little bit. Um, we're going to have Quincy and, uh, and Glisse here in a minute meeting with the friend at uh, the Goblin's Horde. Um, and during this time, Banjo and Ziggy got their drink and, you know, they they both have uh, met up with uh, with Ghost um, when we pick back up. Um, so Banjo uh, Ziggy yes. as you two are wrapping up your uh, your drinks and start working your way to go meet up with Ghost over at uh, Tig's house. Is there anything else you guys are doing on the way over there? Well, um, I suppose I look at Ziggy and I say, you know, I'm, I'm never one to push my luck, but you want to play a little song on the way there? Maybe we can get some of these townsfolk uh, feeling happy. Oh, uh, sure. I guess, uh, I guess I'll just follow, follow your lead. Sure. I, I, I can, I can give that a try. All right. That's a dirty 20 as I begin strumming on my banjo. I think I might just let a couple 
sparks like maybe fly out the top. <laughs> you see that uh, a couple of the uh, a couple of the street strollers around you start to, you know, taking the opportunity to dance with each other and you know swing around and you see them smiling and laughing and it. For a second, you you slow down on your strumming a bit as you're reminded of Harmony back in Lindary Ellen with mm. her parents. Hmm. Uh, the little ones. I take it in. I'm not going to let it get to me too much. I'm just going to smile and look at Ziggy and just say, all right, now your turn. Oh, boy. Um... Go ahead and make a performance oh. check, Ziggy. Yeah, here we go. Uh, <laughs> what what I'm going to do, uh, because this is really the vast majority of my experience, uh, is uh, <laughs> I'm going to rage and start doing a war song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a little minor illusion. Like, every time his hand hits the drum, I'll make, like, little, like, fires pop out from it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got ten. I got <laughs> All right, so everyone's, you see that the people are kind of break their stride with dancing a little bit and just kind of like bob their heads along, like 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 they're vibing, but like that's about it's about it. Yeah, that's fair. I don't do any, uh, you know, I don't do any melodies of dread or anything like that. Uh, so <laughs> it's all right. Good vibes. Good vibes only. Uh, hey, you know. <laughs> yeah. You feel, you feel uh, like they might have had 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 enough of war songs for a bit. That's, that's fair. True, that's well, true. I, I, listen, I'm going to practice, all right? I'm, uh, I don't know if you have any books or anything. Actually, I can't read music, so I don't know if that'll help. But uh, um, Yeah, I don't have books, but, you know, as long as you keep performing with me, I think I can show you around a drum a little bit. I, yeah, I'm yeah, proficient we'll... myself. Oh, no kidding. Um, yeah. Drums, strings, flutes, pretty much anything. Oh. Um... So as you both are walking along, uh, Banjo, you feel your foot clip the uh, front porch step, and you feel your head thump into into Tig's door. Uh, <laughs> oh, Tig, you hear a loud knock at your door, and you, you, you see Vanth around the corner in full demon form. Full-fledged demon form, just sparks from the eyes. As he is now, he has now cast silence on the front door, front door, so nothing <laughs> happened. But he is just ready to ready to fight right now. I mean, I'm not gonna stop him. <laughs> I'm also sort of with him there, just like I'm done. I can't go on. I mean, at the castle, we got a whole greeting. So, oh, hi, Tig. Yes. How's it going? Yes, you probably fix that uh, front porch. Uh, part then if that's the second person to uh, hit their head on the door. Oh, you did too. Oh, she. Is. Yeah, I didn't we do it on purpose though. We're gonna show up and not two days early without telling anybody. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Surprise. Surprise. Yes, that is what this is. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, you of all people, Banjo. Should have known had the forethought. My brain isn't working on account I just hit my my head on the door, but uh Yeah, sure. I, I mean, that's not an excuse for earlier at all. So 
I apologize. That door is going to be the real death of us. With that, we'll come back, to, uh, come back to Quincy and Glissay. <laughs> so, Quincy, as you start rolling up to the, the goblin's horde, you see that uh, Lyle kind of opens the door for you and says, uh, Yeah, you can, uh, you can head on in. Uh, Thank you, Lyle. I got the place all reserved for y'all. Uh, I flick him a gold coin. Thank you. Sir, how you doing? You can see the disguise is, is working on Lyle. <laughs> um, yeah, I told you a mustache wasn't Lyle's just Lyle's 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 just under the assumption that you're like a scarlet macaw version of an Aarakocra. <laughs> you, you know, now that you ask, I, I'm actually I could use a sh I could use someone to talk to. You know, I'm glad you asked because like I could I could use a friend and maybe, maybe I could be your friend. And you see the door kind of closes. Alright, I'm off the Whisperell Tower. I'll, um... You guys have good luck, okay? Uh, you're... Yeah, we'll... We'll try, Cadmus. And you too. Uh, here's another one for the road. <laughs> Thank you. Alright. Uh, see y'all later. And as you see, he scoops up his see things. Puts his cloak back on. Uh, if you... If you see M, tell her we said hi. Will do. Or Seeple. Been a while since I've seen them, too. <laughs> uh. yeah. Raph. And as soon as Quincy says the name Raph, he, uh, uh, he cries a single tear. <clears throat> anyway. I put a hand on Quincy's shoulder, and it is very rigid. Uh, they're, they're there. Don't like it disguise. Uh. Uh, Quincy, um, stretches his angel wing over you and notice immediately this angel plumage must be, like, the softest feathers you've ever touched. So, um... <laughs> you get a, you get a ping on your, on your, uh, your communication, uh, device that was given to you by, uh, by the rest of the rest of your adventuring group. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, it, the, it, it, the it, earring. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's Vant, and you hear him say, oh, "Um, Quincy, everyone else is already here. If you wanna just head on over." Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll 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 be sure to do that. Um, uh, all right. Oh, uh, and then uh, maybe yeah, bring Zolene along too. I, I I made a pretty big dinner, so. Oh, um, y yeah. Okay, let me message her. Uh, Quincy switches his o uh, switches it over, or at least he thinks he does, but Vanth can still hear him. Like, I think he accidentally just connected Vanth and Jolene on the same channel as he's no. talking. Uh, hey, sweetie. What you doing? Oh, um, just sitting here, uh, finishing folding up laundry. Oh, um, uh, we're, we're heading over to Tiggs for, 
uh, a big meeting, and uh, I think it's important for you to come too. Uh, uh -huh. Well, why don't you come on over here and sweep me up off of my feet onto the back of your horse and bring me over there. Oh, darling. Oh, and I'm, I'm going to leave. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Oh, oh, gosh. He, Quincy fiddles with it and doesn't understand. Oh, oh, de oh dear. He's he's blushing so bright. Oh. Mm. Quincy, you are a dork. What? I mean, you're not wrong. Uh I'm gonna anyway. leave you two in peace and quiet. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, there's a, there's a. At least let me get you spear spoons on the way. I wasn't planning on leaving. I was just gonna give you two some oh, privacy. Oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> just going out to Lyle. Okay. 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 Yeah. Just. Uh, um. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that uh, someone sees to the kids while while we're gone. All right. You know what, I'll get... He, she she kind of hesitates for a second. Uh, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll... I'll make... I'll, 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 what about... What about your college friend, Sarah? Is she... You yeah, think yeah, she's no, trusted? Yeah, that, that, uh, yeah I, I'll, I'll, I'll give her a call. Um, yeah. Let me, let me go see. You see, she hops over and she picks up her... Uh, like, prototypes first generation cell stone which is like barely starting to be like used and it can, it can connect to like magical devices so like it's really really finicky um yeah i mean she surprised and, everyone when she went into like wizardry but uh, apparently she's been doing well <laughs> um and you head along you scoop up some uh Scoop up uh, some spoon of spheres on the way. Spoon of spheres. <laughs> spheres sorry, spoon of spheres. <laughs> um, and uh, head over and over there, drop some off for the kids, and scoop up Jolene on your way. And uh, mm -hmm. you, Jolene, and and uh, Glissay are talking. And as you're walking, you see up in the sky, kind of looking down at you, these piercing green eyes just looming from the stars. For a minute you thought they were just stars, but these are eyes. These are eyes that are looking deep within you. You can hear your heartbeat. You can hear the ruffling of Glisse's feathers. You can hear the hair of Angeline's head rubbing up against her sleeves. But you hear no voices. The only other thing that you hear amidst the cold snap of the air and the scent of cold moist air is a ticking sound like that of a clock 
can see someone's watching. Someone's waiting. Waiting for the change to happen. Waiting for the point of no return. You hear the ticking of a clock. Can I get you to roll me a dexterity saving throw, please? Oh boy! Fifteen? You feel your toe catch the lip of a porch as you feel your head go smack up against a door. My fucking god. Sounds like the others have arrived. Can I? Can I? Hey, hey, DM, can I get advantage on not <laughs> tripping on the door? Because yeah, I saw Quincy yeah. do it. Make, make, make this, I wasn't going to have you roll at all, but yeah, make make the saving throw. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me get uh, the... I will okay. say that, that uh, Tig's front door porch step has a high DC. Okay, okay. Dexterity saving throw, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Nat twenty. <laughs> uh, yeah. You 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 not only like step over it yourself and like get over across gracefully, but you you assist Jolene in getting up there as well. Good. Good. Um, good. And it's just Quincy like rubbing his head, like leaned up on the door, basically right now. Just absolute <sighs> banging headache right now. Oh my god. Ghost is gonna pass his ice pack to Quincy. Did you did Don't you worry really about it, it'll go away soon. Open the door. The door is did still you, closed. Did you really <laughs> Did you really I'll miss wait for that? Inside. You real did you really miss that, Quincy? I mean it's like it's right there, dude. I mean I was a little distracted by the giant eyes staring down at me from above, but Oh, I noticed you were distracted, but it was all something different. <laughs> Walk into the house. What? <laughs> Wait. Hey, I like that Glissé doesn't knock. Glissé just opens the front door and comes inside. <laughs> Glissé just said, I'm here, bitch. <laughs> Makes a joke about Quincy ogling. Johnny's boobs, walks inside, says nothing. Okay. Incredible, I mean, incredible all, work. I always have an eye or two on Jolene, but that's not what distracts me. <laughs> <laughs> you scandalous man. Scoundrel. Poor oh, dog. Poor dog. Oh, on my girlfriend. Oh, on my fiance, who I live with. How, yes. how mm-hmm. scandalous of him. have multiple children <laughs> with. Poor. Yeah. Tig uh, just watches Glissay open the door and come inside and sees uh <laughs> Quincy like rubbing his head and just like doesn't say anything. Just turns and goes to the kitchen to get more ice. It's yeah, just... he missed the step. <laughs> That's why I fly everywhere. Wait, Quincy, did you hit your head too? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds what? like you did. I kind of look at Vanth like cheekily. Do you have like an enchantment on the door to make people like run their head into it? I didn't do it on <laughs> purpose. Why would I do that? I don't know. <laughs> the only way it makes sense. That's too many people that did that. <laughs> I what a time for a narrative nat twenty. Just to just to, <laughs> just just to, to get over a step. Uh, um, see, Jolene kind of uh, 
hands you a like a baking sheet that has three different pies on it. Uh, blueberry, apple, and uh, pumpkin streusel. Thank you, Jolene. That's mighty kind of you. Sure. I'm glad to be of assistance. I, I didn't have much time, but... <laughs> I, any time is good time. Uh, Tig is just sort of like, <laughs> just like, there's so many people in my house. I'm so tired, and I can't. I feel like I feel like Tig. I, I feel like Tig is uh, Bilbo from that scene in The Hobbit. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the dwarves just walked yes. into her house. I am. I'm like taking the pies from Jolene and handing ice to Quincy, and then just turning and taking the pies back to the kitchen. Thank you. Just uh, Quincy. <laughs> yeah, Quincy walks in, invites Jolene, so she can walk over the threshold because. Forgot to do that again. I... I'm tired. <laughs> There's so much going on in my house right now. No, no, it's, it's am... no problem. It could be from anyone. No, I'm overstimulated. <laughs> it's okay. If if you need a moment to yourself, go take it. <laughs> yeah. You see, uh, Arthur kind of walks up behind everybody. You see he's, he's taken off all of his armor and left it uh, wherever. Uh, he's kind <laughs> just, of just outside. <laughs> wherever. It, it, it looks just like rusted armor, so like he's not worried anyone's going to steal it. That's true. Um, and so yeah. he kind of walks up and he's like, Hi, Arthur. Come inside. Please don't make any loud noises like the rest of these fucks. <laughs> she's like yelling this from, from the kitchen as she's like putting stuff away. Like, I'm not, I, I am not, this is not Southern hospitality. This is, there's so many fucking people at my house right now. And they were here two days early and I have three newborns. Absolutely everybody can get the fuck out. <laughs> like, I just can't. And, uh, Take this is my close friend and uh, only person that I have been able to trust outside of all you all. Um, this is Marion. Uh, A string of my banjo he, snaps. <laughs> he, he, he points to this woman in this flowing blue starry dress and this long pointed hat. She's got this black hair that's got this kind of tinge of blue to it. And her eyes look like they look like the pupils are like are are crescent moons. Uh Howdy. Uh, hi. It's it's very nice to meet you. I'm sorry, I'm a little uh dazed. Uh come in, make yourselves comfortable. There will be dinner here shortly. It's good to good to meet you. I hope you don't mind. I I heard you were recently, um, when you had children recently, and I thought it'd be nice. And you see, he kind of produces this intricate hand-carved, uh, mobile. Um, and you can see that each of the pieces look like different phases of the moon, like going mm. all the way up and then backwards. It's like the full moon's in the middle. Um, and you can see that when she kind of lets it go in front of you, it hovers in the middle of the air. Mm. 
and kind of spins slowly. Um, and Banjo, who is right there, like with the uh, with the snapped banjo string. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can see Banjo get extremely comfortably groggy and just kind of lay down on the floor. Is Banjo like that much to drink? But... Banjo's. I feel like out of out of character, right? Out of uh, context. Like Banjo, yeah. this whole thing is Banjo's that gif of the woman with all the numbers in front of her, just so oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like doing doing the math. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's. Uh, oh. It's a it's a mobile of my own enchanting. It's uh, a mobile of comfortability. It's not a sleep spell, as I don't think that would be appropriate. It, but it does make the area in which it is playing extremely comfortable. Uh, any reason why only banjo is uh, on the? A banjo's yeah. underneath it. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Wow. Um, well, hey, you're that Marion. As uh, banjo is very comfortable right now, <laughs> yes, <laughs> to say that, everything on his mind. That's my name, <laughs> but uh, banjo. As you see, she hesitates to say your name. Mm. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, Tristan kind of grab, grabs it, and that, hmm? that, uh, that immediately fades. Here you go for, for the kids. Oh, thank you. That's a very kind gift. Um, and I'm gonna like look at Banjo for a second, and then uh -huh. just uh, <laughs> I like I look horrified now. <laughs> just like this whole post. thing is like Banjo's so embarrassed. <laughs> Clarity. I'm just like, what just happened? <laughs> post nap clarity. Yeah, a much more acceptable clarity. thing to do in someone Absolutely. else's house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to take the, the mobile. Um, I'm not going upstairs right this second. <laughs> no. Okay. Not 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 worth my time. I just uh -uh. kind of. Um... And I'm just going to put this aside. Um, uh, this is a small. Is, how, how big is your house? I have no idea. Hey, yeah, that makes my yep. fucking house. Uh, you have you have a three bed, two bath, uh, twenty two hundred square foot house. Delightful. I'm trying to sidebar with Arthur somewhere else. But this ain't my house. And all three bedrooms mm. are upstairs. Wonderful. I am gonna actually ask Tig. Uh, do you have a place where I could uh, speak with Arthur alone? I just kind of looked at Arthur. Uh, yeah, uh, of course. Um, I assume I have, either it is one of the bedrooms or there is like an office space that I have taken over with all of my shit. Uh, yeah, it, it, it started out with the idea room. of an office space, but now it's just your storage room. Just my storage room. It's the junk room. People have Attack a junk drawer. Room. I have a junk room. <laughs> I don't do that in this timeline. <laughs> There's 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 a whole whole wall with like little cubicle drawers of just different gun components. Yeah, just bits and bobs. Uh, I I take them to that room, uh, a room that would to me ideally be on the first floor. It's not the the spare bedroom. It's okay. So I imagine that you kind of built that on the bottom floor then. Yeah, it's just a, a space that I've got. Uh, okay. I just say to Arthur. Uh, I just, uh, I had some thoughts about uh, our conversation earlier. Just some things about Boss Rai that I recalled. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. 
I'm gonna head where Tig points is. I take you to the room. The room is not legally a bedroom because there's not a closet in there. <laughs> it's legally distinctly it's not legally a bedroom. Distinct. <laughs> that's that's l- legally how they're classified as whether or not they have closets. I thought it so, was if they had a, um, a, a, a place of egress. That is the other requirement. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a place Why? of egress. Just to show what I know, which isn't much. <laughs> Um, so you and Arthur head into the head into the uh, the room. Tig, do you go in there with them or do you leave them be? Uh, I will leave them be. I was not invited to this conversation, and I trust. Banjo. You probably picked I up trust... some some weird stuff was going on. I think some weirds going on, about. and I'm gonna talk to Banjo probably about it later. we'll have a chat. You <laughs> see, is, unless I'm invited to this convo, I am not a part of this convo. All right. You see, uh, Vanth and Jolene have successfully gotten everybody here to be quiet and sit at the table waiting for everybody. I, I like I, I point it. banjo and and Arthur to the room and I like quietly shut the door and I like turn and I see that everyone's sitting quietly and politely at the table and I'm just <laughs> like oh, subtlety not a thing. You see that Vant has made a like a three gallon like pit, like pitcher of <laughs> of sweet tea. And then oh, there is I'm, I'm a there, there, there there is there is a half quart of unsweet tea. It's that just got your, your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tig's jug. <laughs> <laughs> I will go and take my spot at the table with my jug. Of Please, nobody tea. put that's Tig's jug in, in flavor. Put it so, put it no somewhere. Context. It doesn't need context. <laughs> you can jug? figure it out. <laughs> no, not the minnow jug. I yeah, hate every jug, fucking one jug. of you. All of you go to hell. <laughs> straight straight to jail. Alright, um, so uh, Banjo, you're in there and Arthur kind of looks at you and says, uh, yeah, so, what's going on? He's, he's, got, he's got a little notebook pulled out in a, in a, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, you got a note? Okay, alright. Uh, um, hmm. So, here's the thing. Uh, that Marion person, um, yeah. So the king, I don't even know if I should be saying this. I trust you, though, Arthur. I trust you. The king said to me, do you remember? And then I saw some blue lights and then just kind of laughed it off like he was playing some kind of joke. But when I walked, he he asked me to come speak with him uh, later on tonight. And as I was walking away, he mentioned bring or tell Marion uh, to come along. Do you by chance have any idea what any of that could be about? I... No. I mean, that's just the first time hearing of it. Marion and I came from Mulate Cask. I didn't even know Mm. that she knew the king. Well, he knows her to be sure. Uh. I just don't know, and I, I know that she said my name. I don't know. I I don't think I was that famous or whatever. Uh, huh. Where, from Wallace Kesk, you said. Uh, yeah, that's we we. After 
my father exiled me from the kingdom. I did my best to build my strength so I can go back and face him. So that brought me to Olate Guest. That's where I met Marion. Um, what exactly did she do there? Why is she here in Douglas now? She's assisted me for as long as I can remember. She's been a steadfast mage. She's, you should see it. You know, she can do all kinds of stuff like, you know, <laughs> be able to manipulate time. She's even like pulled people's blood out from them and turned into projectile weapons. And, you know, weirdly enough, most wizards can't heal, but I've seen her use healing oh. magic as well. Oh, it's so cool. Like, she's been an absolute help with all of this. And, you know. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been... It's been wild. Um, she's been super helpful. So you're just friends then? Yeah. Yeah. Companion? Okay. Yeah, huh. she's, she's helped me a lot. Alright. Well, I... Can I actually... I'm sensing he's truthful. I'm not going to press any more. Um, I just say, uh, thanks, Arthur. I, I saw they were all set up all nice out there. I don't want to keep them waiting too long. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks for the sidebar. As I'm going to walk out, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> See, kind of breathes quietly. I'm gonna stop and for a moment. Follows, follows you out. Can I roll an insight on that side? Yeah. All right. That'd be a dirty twenty. It's not so much that he's keeping something from you just that he's keeping a promise for somebody else mm. that you can pick up pretty quickly I understand as we're walking back I just kind of just turn back to him just give him a look of understanding I'm not going to press anymore you see he kind of pulls his seat and sits next to Marion and she kind of eyes you as she's sipping her pina colada. Is everything all right? Oh, uh, there's there's drinks here. I look at Tig like, <laughs> help. <laughs> Come sit. There's booze uh, around. Oh yes, I, I I didn't know what to bring, so I figured I'd conjure this up. And she has <laughs> already conjured like this gargantuanly sized like. Um, it looks like a like one of those uh, drink dispensers, but it's just a whole ass fucking pineapple with the top cut off, and then there's like the pina colada in there. Oh, and like she's a made a, a, a she's made a pineapple keg, is what she's done. <laughs> yes, like, like a pineapple keg filled with pina colada. Pina colada. <laughs> wow, this lady's wild. Uh <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm grabbing a drink, uh, my <laughs> I just feel compelled to say something i just say i heard you pull blood out of people 
I mean, you can, you can I need heal people, too. I need everybody to make a, <laughs> make a wisdom saving throw at that statement. Oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? What the everybody? fuck? What the oh, fuck? My oh, oh, my God. Wisdom. Why? Nine. Five. 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 Seventeen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Twenty. Five. That'll be a seven. Five. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Me no. and Ghost have the same mind. You, uh, you, you all look at Banjo and then back to like it's like it's like almost like a comedical spit take moment where you all look at Banjo and then look at uh, Marion and then back to Banjo like in unison. You know, I was going to compliment Banjo on all his eloquence today. Uh, I mean, I meant you can not that you do that. What? Like, mm, yeah, I just keep drinking. I... <laughs> Ziggy, you haven't hung around us often enough to know that this is a more often occurrence than most of us would like. Uh, Luck is a two-sided coin. I can use hemomancy if that's what you mean. Yes. Yeah. Um. That's that's cool. Anyway, speaking of uh, blood. <laughs> While this conversation of- is happening, I am fully just like making eye contact with Vamp and just drinking my tea, <laughs> just like uh, shit. <laughs> Oh you, no! Vanth passed the roasted parsnips over to you. Uh-huh. See, you 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 were certain that demons were impervious to exhaustion <laughs> until you oh see Vanth's God. face. Oh no! And uh, it looks like Vanth's backs under his eyes. Have gained sentience and are revolting <laughs> against the church. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> That's how I feel. Uh, <laughs> Quincy, continue your story about it. Blood. Uh, yes. Um, hmm? So, it tur- based on intelligence from Cadmus, uh, a wild sentence, I know. Uh, we have. Um, He's determined that the majority of the blood court that served Empress Eleonora is either trapped or killed. All of them. That's not good. No. No, it's not. Um... He did manage to swipe this, and I pull out the uh, red crystal pendant, the dead blood key. Uh, according to Cadmus, it should enable us to get to the inner sanctum, but normally it only works if uh, it only works for dead blood vampires, so. We might be out of luck. Quincy. Uh, Quincy. You know you're not out of luck. He really doesn't want to look at Jolene right now, specifically. But he turns his head. He grabs she grabs your chin and rotates your head to look her dead in the eyes. Yep, he does. Quincy? 
this might not out of luck. Uh, yeah. And before you start getting all chivalric and all manner of heroic, gotta do this myself. Think of everything that you've already saved me from. The freedom that you've given me. By what you've done for me. Let me return the favor. I'm not the weak woman that I was. You're not. Uh, Quincy will grasp her hand and kind of pull her a little closer. And he'll whisper quietly as if like hoping that only she hears it but right now it, it's more important that he says the words than no one hear him hears him say the words you're not weak I'm not I'm not strong enough to I can't I'm not strong enough to lose you Don't. I'm scared to lose you. It's the first time I've really been scared. Quincy, where do the dead things go when they die? Not very many places from where I hear. And he's like, it sounds so obvious when you say it. Now, I believe you were going on about how you have a way into the inner sanctum. Uh, back to the table and let's go of your tin. Yes, yes. Uh, sorry, everyone. Um, so this dead blood key, this amulet, will unlock the inner sanctum to the uh, of the castle of Spokestock. As far as getting closer, uh, we do have a path through the various sewers to uh, throughout the city of Spokestock. However, uh, they're very specifically cut off from the castle itself. So, our main problem is going to be getting from here, and he like points at a exit point on the map to here and he points to the castle with uh, the army of of vampires that she has currently uh, 
currently at her side. The Countess, that is. I mean, good thing we got holy water bullets. Uh, yeah. I mean, those will help. Sneak in from the inside. Well, because you know, I can turn into somebody on the inside and it, you know, try and blend in to get you guys in quicker. Uh, I mean, it, that'd be a risky play, but if there's someone who could pull it off, it's it's you and uh, you and Glisse. I mean, you do have the Scarlet Plague in your red veil. True. And I do have my invisibility cloak in case things get hairy. Um, do we know if the sewers are safe? Uh, um, uh, what did, what did Cadmus reveal to me about the sewers? Cadmus didn't really say much about the sewers at all, just that it was the only way into the city without drawing attention from the from the the Blood Court assassins who are now serving the Countess of Blood. So well, it's safer than going the through the blood. Uh, the blood Court assassins. Oh, wait a second. Do you think we could find somebody to, I guess, dig our way in through the bottom? come up from the sewer in? Uh, I mean, the, the castle is on a different level, as you can see here by these schematics, so it, that's not really a viable plan. They're, they're like, di yeah, different levels of elevation, so... Yeah, maybe we should go take... Maybe we should scout it first, and then decide how to infiltrate. At what? I mean, we have a map, but if we see it in person, it might help. I'm unsure. Hmm. I mean, I used to break into people's houses, and I did it with the King of Steam, so if I can get a detailed map, I might be able to come up with a route. But I need a map of the castle itself. Um, let's see. Uh, I flip through my various maps. Are any of them of the castle itself? No. Uh, we. I have a rough estimate of where the, um, where the inner sanctum is, but unfortunately, I don't have anything concrete. All right. Granted, I've not been in the loop, let's say, but I don't know if we have any better plans. Yeah, um, let's see, Vance, was there anything important you were trying to share that might be relevant to this conversation? Um, oh, actually, speaking of relevancy, um, and, you know, the Blood Court Assassins, 
Quincy will pull out uh, the vial of ghost flower uh, poison that M made, like, uh, what feels like a hundred years ago. I never did end up using this, so this might help. So it's part of a plan, anyway, or... Um, for, for those of you who don't remember, uh, ghost flower, um, poison erases a person from existence. Supposedly. There's worse, there's worse options, for sure. That's yeah, this is true. Like you do. Uh, that does remind me, as far as, uh, options go, what did the Ganeed tell us about how the Countess was defeated before? Or has that not happened yet? Do you all do you all recall? I wasn't we there. I don't think I was there. They didn't say, did they? They they said we would say, like, talk about the story when we. Or did I remember that wrong? Yep. No, they they t they talked about they talked about um, how. Frost, Frosthammer, the original, was a fighter who had defeated members of uh, Darnzor's, like Darnzor's generals, but they never really went into detail about how they were defeated because it's ancient history to them. They talked about how Darnzor was defeated way back. Right. But, but they don't have any, like, detailed information on defeating the Countess, for example. Correct. It did not. Mm. Well, let's hope that this uh, might be helpful. I mean, uh... I, I do have some information that I think might be prevalent, if not yet, then soon. Hit it, honey. Ever since being released from Varodash, I have slowly started to regain memories and power that I previously had lost. One such memory is of an encounter I had. It was many years ago, but I remember it clearly. I was summoned, or rather, a demon was summoned, and I took its place out of sheer boredom. And I fought some sword wraiths. It seemed boring and, well, not really worth my time, but what came next was a conflict with Darnzor within the spiraling black. I remember this conflict and how badly it ended for everyone that was involved. But before the conflict could reach its conclusion, I pleaded with the wielder of an ancient magical artifact to send me forward in time with that magical artifact's power 
to speak of several key points that they had uncovered in the spiraling black. One. Darnzor claimed his lichdom, his power, by creating a soul well. And did this using a life transference spell and killing a small child. That child, because the spell requires a willing participant, was coerced into doing so by the woman who would become the noble. Quincy's fist clenches in anger. The child now lives... The child now lives in this time. Um, I believe they go by the name of Zeke. Zeke? I don't know much else about them. Secondly, the Spiraling Black used to exist as a different realm entirely. It was not created, but rather reconfigured, distorted. The Spiraling Black used to be the realm of life. An aspect of a deity known as the Quiet. I see. Lastly, Should Spiraling Black be cleansed? Dornzor would lose his power and his lichdom. Define cleansed. It has to be purged of his influence. I'm not sure of the ritual that needs to be performed to do it, but if we could find someone who knows how to perform said ritual, we could cut off Dorinzor from his power and make him killable. Mm. Probably easier said than done. Would he be killable with Solren? I'd imagine so, but the downside is, is that with with the life transference. Now that Zeke has been brought back to life, Soul Rend would destroy the shared soul that exists between the two of them. Mm. You may destroy Darnzor's soul, but you'd be dooming her as well. And there's no way to disconnect the soul or is that what cleansing the soul well will do that's what cleansing cleansing the spiraling black would do would remove his lichdom and his connection over her then with soul rend you would wipe out any potentiality of him returning and Zeke would be safe as well 
Not to mention, with the cleansing of the spiraling black, Dolenzo will be at his weakest. Well, of course. I understand it's not exactly good news. Hmm. It's news. Better to have the information than not have it. Well, we don't have a plan, but we have bits of a plan, I guess. So, yeah. that's fucking nothing, I guess. Half a plan's better than no plan. Indeed, indeed. Well, I, uh, I imagine that probably what's best would be we take out these lieutenants and then try to figure out what we can do to heal the spiraling black. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Yep. But where do we start? Well, we can probably ask Briar to do some research. I, I have an idea how we could potentially heal the spiraling black if it's a domain like what Vance says. It is with it. Well, domains usually have a, a well font, something that everything flows from. And if it's been tainted, then it would have been tainted at the source with some sort of physical item. Otherwise, it would be diluted over time, and Darnzor's strength would taper and fade. Just the same as if there is a rotten fish in a lake connected to a stream. The stream's water is still fresh. But if a rotten fish is at the mouth of the river that feeds into the lake, all the water is tainted subtly. I imagine that if Darnzor wanted to keep his power and not have it fade, he would have placed some kind of tainted object that's influencing there at this confluence point. So we have to find a way to get there after dealing with the lieutenants and then deal with an item before he gets us, I guess. I don't have any, uh, you know, inclination towards magical things. So is your opinion that removing it would be enough or do we have to potentially destroy a, a powerful potentially uh, ancient artifact. Removing it would heal the area but if it's a magical artifact that potent it would influence whoever or whatever is containing it. Fam fucking tastic. Destruction it is! Mm. Yay. Y'all this is the worst dinner party we've ever had. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, the tea is lovely. Yeah, this is lovely yeah, um, tea. Yeah. And you know, um, his roasted parsnips are also really good. I didn't think I liked parsnips this much. ADM. Yeah. Can I stealth outside? Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Spell check and everyone else can make perception checks. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you're doing this oh. in the middle of dinner. Incredible. Oh, cool. Can I just look at my hood and do it? I mean... Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, oh Quincy got a nat 20. Yeah, I rolled a 17, so... Right. I uh, just wanted to sneak outside. I don't see it. I got a 24. Does yeah, everybody who did... rolled above a 17 can does see me any... just get up does and any... walk outside. Does anyone, <laughs> like, do anything about it? I'm going to follow him, but I'm also going to hide. <laughs> Make a stealth check. Oh, okay. no. Uh, I have a 19 passive perception, just I've so you know. A, I got a 22 stealth. Alright. It is literally impossible for me. Yeah, I'm like, it's literally impossible. Oh, if I see that. He sees these two rogues sneak off and just makes a note that they're sneaking off. I think what you I think you see, you definitely see Ghost go first. You see, we say notice Ghost and then. Wait a beat and then sneak away. Wait a beat and then. Get blanked and let's say what's going on. Hey, I rolled, huh? the, Wait I rolled a second. the nat 20 this time. No one disappears from me. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody sneaks out under Quincy's Not watch. Not under my watch. Not under <laughs> my watch. Um. You see, uh, you see that uh, Marion is passing around the pina coladas at this point in time. Like, I think we could all use uh, this. No, thank you. I don't drink. Yeah. Oh, all right. Then she snaps her fingers and <laughs> removes poisons. There you go. Thank you. Oh. Ah, yes. The poison That's that is, <laughs> is Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would appreciate mine being the same size as yours. <laughs> uh, uh, she just, she just, she just makes you an entire large one. There you go. Oh my right. god. If you like, please. I need you to understand that during, I'm gonna kill you. The, <laughs> I need you to know that this woman has come into my house and she's handing out pina coladas and I am just like trying to be so polite because this is a strange person that came with Arthur, but also in my mind I am just like screaming. I'm just like this is, I'm gonna fucking lose. For the record, I am also leaning up against a minotaur-sized glass of sweet tea. I've got both. <laughs> You've gotten both. You're really living the American uh, dream right there, the Batoran dream. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, uh, Ghost, you slip outside. Can I make you make a dexterity saving throw, please? Come on. <laughs> I have advantage on the Would this be a trap? If or something along those lines. If there's a bang on my lines. door, I'm gonna kill somebody. <laughs> I, wait, I know about it. I know. Can I just duck under? I, I'm like <laughs> five make eight. It, make it next saving throw. Do I get advantage because I know this has happened? Like the doorway. Yeah, sure. have, have advantage. That's fine. Twenty four. Um, you, you kind of sidestep over and over the uh, weird lip on the porch. Um, make a perception check. Oh, boy. 16. Okay. Um, so what are you doing out there? I am going to just be like, all right, you sons of bitches. Show yourselves, I guess. I mean... Seems like you wanted to talk earlier, so let's talk. 
What do you want from me? And I'm just going to wait for something to show up. Another question would be, does Glissay hit their head on the door? I mean, I got the mat 20 earlier, so let's see. Oh, yeah? You step outside quietly. You see the door close. So you're standing right behind ben, uh, right behind Ghost. Ghost doesn't even know you're there. And you hear Ghost talking to the, uh, to the open air where there's not really anyone walking around right now because it's starting to get dark. You hear ghost going on. Ghost, what did you what did you say to this open air as you walked out? Alright, you sons of bitches, where are you? I know you wanted to talk earlier, so let's talk. I'm here. No response. Oh really? So you you'll trap me in a hallway but you can't approach me like a decent deity, I guess? And he's just going to kind of scoff. This silence is unnerving. You see someone... Can't really make out distinct pictures, but someone's jogging along, walking slowly down the street very slowly just like they're going for a night stroll what do you say, what are you doing during this time? you're still just like standing right over Ghost's shoulder yeah, I am behind him uh, but I am most certainly doing my uh, using all my sneaky skills that I got to just yeah, he's just standing there menacingly. Um, but right behind Ghost, I'm like doing my best to keep my breathing down and my heart rate slow so that Ghost doesn't know that I'm there. Ghost roll perception check. You got and it. And you can roll stealth check. Let's, let's see. Oh, that's not happening. 13. Uh, 22. Told the rogue to hide from the other rogue. <laughs> yes, it's like, uh, I lost my matryoshka dolls. It's like matryoshka kind of. The rogue is hiding from the rogue, is hiding from the rogue. <laughs> keeps going down the line. Does this jogger get any closer? They're not jogging. They're like jotting, like slowly. Uh, They're getting closer. You can start to make out a hooded figure. Now make out that it's it's hooded. It's still too dark to tell anything particularly featured about them. Do you do anything? Uh... I'm going, I'm just going to put my hand under my cloak to reach for aftercut just in case and just keep an eye on this guy. It, person, my bob. 
Don't know who it is yet. Could be anything. A ghost. As he gets closer, you can hear the scraping of metal on stone. As you can see, those red eyes, and it's just walking slowly towards you. Well, nice of you to show up. response did your boss do i recognize this as the uh i'm assuming i recognize this as the figure i saw earlier you do do i because this was the wolf right that i saw yes all right cool um i'm gonna look at me like did your boss at least get the staff can you can you answer me that one no response just walk <laughs> cool. closer glisse are you doing anything during this um, I think I'm going to, uh, do I see the figure walking towards Ghost? You do. You do, okay. I am going to ready Black Soul. It stops about 45 feet away from you all. And you see it toss the sword that it had in its hand onto the floor in front of you as blood splatter on it makes this weird Y shape on the ground. You can see a sigil on the pommel and this blade you recognize and you see that sigil, that sigil of the bane on that pommel you recognize this blade. You should know this blade. You do know this blade. But you don't. At least you don't. Phantom probably does. Cool. Wolf just turns on his heel and starts to walk away. Wait. doesn't slow down I'm gonna pick up the sword you're standing in front of this weird Y shape made of blood and you can smell a familiar scent can you make me a survival check if you will please scared 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 oh cool so good at those Fifteen. You feel a slight tinge of disgust and happiness at the same time. Because you know what fear of blood smells like. And the shadowy figure is gone. As you're holding this blade 
You turn around and you see Glisse standing there. You know, stalking others isn't polite, and he's going to walk inside. Do you take the blade with you? I'm putting it in my backpack. Glisse, do you do anything? Can I make a perception check on the blade for the, like, moment that it's there and I can see it? Sure. Go ahead. Or I guess it wouldn't be... Would it be perception or investigation? Are you trying to figure out what the sword is, or are you just looking at the sword? I Like, I'm trying to suss it out. I'm not trying to go, yeah, like, do a mental identify, but I'm also not just going, hmm, that's a nice pommel. Like, I'm just trying to, like... Perception, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Uh, 21. You recognize that it is some intricate sword. But with the quick second that you really did, that you really had to look at it, all you can tell is that it was intricate, well made, and that it was stained in blood, and that it left a blood splatter on the on the ground. Oh, cool! Can I taste the blood splatter? Uh, sure. Uh, you go up to the blood splatter. You see it kind of this weird Y shape, this singular line, and then these two lines diverging from that line. Uh, and you kind of dot your finger in it, taste it, make a survival check. You know it, baby. Oh, oh. Eight. It reminds you of home. We say it is best. Uh. She's going to walk back inside and uh, not sit back down at the table, but just stand in a corner and watch the conversation. All right. uh, what are you all doing? This is going and on. that is the most effective way to stake a vampire. Oh, hey, ghost. Where'd you go? I needed some air. Um, with everything that's happening, it's just I needed some time to process. All right. You know, having a spell capable of wiping somebody from existence just sitting in your pocket kind of weighs on you a little bit. Yeah. Well, Mary is so helpfully handed out pina coladas, so... (laughs) No, if you like them. Maybe that'll cheer you up. I don't drink. Um, if I drink, Sog might show up, and I don't think That's you want that true. in your house. Mm. I super don't fucking want Sog in my house. You're right, Ghost. This is very intelligent of you. I'll take one. Yeah, go ahead. Assuming, Marion, that you're fine with Sharon. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think Tig is, like, taking the time now to, like, Jolene very politely brought desserts, and so Tig is gonna go and, like, slice up pie and bring that out, since dinner seems to have been completed. So, hmm, I, I guess we have to focus for now on taking out the 
lieutenants. And which brings us back to the Countess of Blood. Yeah. I've already spoken with Antigone and Julie and I extend the same offer to you and Quincy. I am capable of watching over the children, caring for them. Oh. And my <clears throat> my parents planned on coming down to visit anyway, so I'm sure they'd relish yells from the from the kitchen uh, like, my parents are also in town so they'll be around you know my folks uh yeah yeah i i know and you and you all you all yeah met my we, too, we so. did yeah that was fun oh, oh dear um uh i uh quincy will look over at jolene because um he did he did tell her about situation and how he met her mom in and her d and dad. dad in the <laughs> domain of Vance's parents. <laughs> she made good money. We should yeah, respect her profession. <laughs> yeah. She's a respectable woman who gave birth so to another respectable woman. They're both respectable women. <laughs> <laughs> it's respectable women all the yes. way down <laughs> I will see to it that everything here yeah. is taken care of and uh, just promise me you won't take them to any kind also... of random magical uh, fairground or anything like that <laughs> I'll also be preparing a concoction um I've spoken with Boysenberry and discover we uh, discovered a way to recreate the same potion that Empress Eleonora attempted to create that was going to be used for Marcus Demon's weapon. If this item in the spiraling black is dangerous, as you all say, I... Which it most certainly is! <laughs> I think it might be beneficial for us to have some of that on hand. Alright. Uh, DM, what time of day is it at this it's, point? It's about 7pm at this point. Alright. Uh... I'm just going to kind of bring up to the rest of the party. So, um, uh, King Tristan wanted to speak with me at the Whitestone Inn. I know we already have a couple of drinks in us and just had a wonderful dinner. Uh, but if anyone would like to join me, I'll probably head over there. I'll, uh, join you, Banjo. Um, I'm kind of tired, so I'll make my way over to the inn with you. I'll join you as well. I suppose we can get out of Tig's hair for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I think we've imposed enough. Yeah. Next time, give me a warning that y'all are coming two yeah, days early. Um, it's black. For sure. Yeah. For sure. You, you can go ahead and yes, keep the, yeah. the rest of the pie that uh, you know, 
you're probably gonna need it. Uh. You see, Marianne kind of looks around as everyone's getting up, and she taps her staff lightly on the ground as you see the dishes slowly gliding across the uh, room towards the uh, towards the counters and uh, prestigitizing themselves on the way there to become clean mm. and stacking themselves nice and neatly. Mm. The chairs push in and a breeze blow all of the uh, debris and crumbs and stuff like that into a small pile. Mm-hmm. And then an invisible servant scoop that up and throw it in the trash. Thank you, Marion. That's very kind of you. Sure. I'm glad to be of some kind of help. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm off. I have an engagement to get to. It was lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you, too. And she kind of... Arthur kind of helps her, uh, like, escorts her out. Quincy flies over the step and doesn't Uh, walk. (laughs) (laughs) While while Marion and Arthur are leaving, Tig is going to try and get Banjo's attention. Oh, yeah. Uh... And then is gonna like gesture to the hall where there's no other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'll catch you guys in a minute. We'll meet you outside, Banjo. Thank you for having us over, Tig and Vance. Anytime. Give ample warning next time. Yeah, sure. sorry it was abrupt. Did you see Vance has like an entire slice of pie? Yeah, that's that's good and correct. Um. All right. I'm sure you sent some of the weirdness there. I don't need to what the repeat fuck it again. Is that lady's okay. deal? I have no clue, but she is a bit intimidating, as you could see. Um, mm-hmm. So, long story short, I went over to the castle to uh, mm-hmm. request some diamonds um, from. Oh, smart. Yes, yeah. Um, and Tristan pulled me aside, and he 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 just kind of looked at me and said do you remember and then i saw this strange blue light and then out of nowhere he just kind of pretended like nothing happened and i walked away and as i was walking away i I, he he called back to me and asked me to come meet with him and overheard when he went to go speak to his guard he mentioned this Marion person um, I have no idea what the significance of this is but he told me things were gonna get real is what he said mm-hmm. um, DM would I based off of that description of the magic that seemingly happened on King Tristan would I like recognize what that could be Arcana check. Come on, baby. That's trash. That's not allowed. Okay. Last chance. Make me a history check. That's better. That's a 21. Alright. You remember 
hearing that same kind of coloration description from one other person mm -hmm. talking about one other thing mm -hmm. that person being Quincy mm -hmm. and that thing being their experiences when they went back in time and spoke with Mr. Rose and when he met his parents I don't trust this lady as far as I can throw her but well the thing is I trust Arthur I, I pulled him aside thing, right? I trust Arthur He didn't have much to say, but I could tell he wasn't going to, you know, but he Arthur's, knew something. Arthur's going with y'all to the pub, right? To the inn. Now they walked away. They both but, left? Yeah. I'm um, figuring I'll see her again, though, when I'm there after what Tristan said. Yeah, that really sort of sounds like it. Um, The magic you described. Yeah. Way back. Right, like... Right after we started this whole fucking adventure, um, Quincy got time blasted or some shit. Um, I think he mentioned it a few times. Yeah. The the, the coloring that you're describing mm. from the magic sounds like that time magic that he was talking about from, from back then. So, um, I don't know if she's messing with the timeline we're in. Well, he, uh, Arthur, uh, the blood thing, the, the blood thing. Arthur mentioned that she has c quite a few different kind of abilities that aren't yeah. normal of a wizard. That's and strange that it would be like she covers all the schools. Pretty much, which would probably mean, I mean, she has she blue wizard the, magic. Blood magic is black tower magic. Good shit. And, and she has heat. Has Fuck, you're right. It's all of them. You're I don't right. trust this lady, Banjo. I don't know what to do. Trist, the king asked me to. I'm, meet I, with I'm him. not. Hey, I'm not saying do anything shifty. I'm just saying we should be aware of it. Absolutely. Uh, I'll keep my eyes open. Thank you, Tig, for <laughs> keeping yours open too. I'm sorry we've disturbed your pleasant night. Um, That's all right. Um, it's good to see everybody again. Yeah. All right, go on. Get in my house. All right. Um, thanks, Tay. And I'm going to head out as I restring my banjo. Uh, one last thing I want to do before they all dip from my house. Okay. I guess while they're all dipping from, from uh, my house, uh, I would like to... I don't have, like, detect magic or anything. Um, but can I, like, do an arcana check on this fucking mobile that this lady gave me? Sure. Great. I just want to get a... Like, I know it already is magic, but I want to see if I get a better sense. That's a 10. I don't get shit. Um, it's just a mobile from this lady. You see Vamp kind of sees your concerns, like... his kind of eyes glow and he immediately goes from where he was looking straight to the front porch as he sits it down you see him produce his weapon out of his hand uh, I summon bro 
see him walk slowly towards the front door. Would you... Would you see him? struggling and then you hear the sound of Vance's sword piercing into stone as Vance says you can open the door now I do you see him hold like his hand is looks like it should be holding something but there's mm -hmm. nothing there mm -hmm. except for blood dripping from this invisible nothing what you got there sweetheart invisible stalker it was listening great 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 i don't know what all it transmitted all I saw was the enchantment spell. Powerful one at that. Uh, I uh, am going to go into the house uh, and make a make a phone call to uh, uh, Banjo. <laughs> okay. Um, you see, as as you do, he kind of <laughs> Vant kind of slides up next to you as he's after he's discarded the. Uh, remains of this invisible stalker um kind of uh looks over you says mobile's fine by the way just subtle transmutation magic meant to affect the environment hey what's up uh heads up uh i think the reason all of y'all were running into my front door uh, was because you were tripping over um, an invisible stalker. Oh, who was this then? So, uh, uh, be aware that something probably heard all the things that we said and transmitted it to somebody. So, uh, well, that just, is great. It's news. fucking peachy. It's great mm -hmm. news. I'm so thrilled. So, uh, uh, just be aware while y'all are out. Well, I'll keep double aware then. Damn. Thanks, Tig. Anytime. Uh, and then Tig hangs up. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody! Wait. <clears throat> hey, everybody, come here. Huddle up. Sidebar quick with everybody. <laughs> uh, so we were tripping over an invisible thing. Make a perception check, everybody, please. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, shit. Net 20, baby. Oh, only a nine. Yeah, it goes. Hell yeah. Nine. <laughs> I, got a, I got a 10. 
Oh, fuck yeah, Ghost. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so proud of me. This is the fucking crucial moment yeah, we yeah, need it. That's in that one. Oh, damn. Or, or you, can't, you can't explain it, but there are eyes on you right now. I'm going to take aftercut, and I'm going to throw it in the direction I feel the eyes. Roll to hit. There's a 32 hit. Ghost, my beautiful boy. Nope. I rolled a 19, and I have a plus 13 to hit with aftercut. Oh my god. Holy shit. Roll damage. That is 12... Uh, slashing, piercing, piercing damage because it's a rapier. Um, and then do I feel another set of eyes? No, it's just the one set. All right, cool. Um, shit, 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 shit. Um, all right, cool. That's all I can do anyway. And then I'm just uh, gonna bring aftercut back into my hand. You bring aftercut back into your hand. You hear a thud in that direction. As blood starts pooling in the alleyway. Well, hopefully that wasn't a friend. I doubt it. Let's go take a look. Yeah, I don't think it was. I'm screaming. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Where there should be a body, because you can see the blood pooling from it. All you can see is the pool of blood. It's in the in like on the ground uh, and you could see Can... it pool pooling weird but it you you even with the blood being like it's not resting on a face or anything like that can i feel the body for a hood to see if it's like a cloak of invisibility uh sure all right i do that um it feels weird like there's it's like this really rough fleshy skin uh, and you can feel like up towards like where you would imagine the head is. There's like these weird. They almost feel like small gemstones up at the top of the head where where hair would be. But there's no cloak. Matter of fact, you're fairly certain that this thing is a humanoid, but not a human type thing. And uh, it's also not clothed. But it's it's not like. It's not something you've ever seen before. It's not something that you're aware of. But it's definitely not... It definitely wasn't magical concealment. This is natural to whatever this thing is. Mm. We should probably make haste. Get out of the street quick. Yeah. And Ghost is going to yeah. throw up the invisibility hood. Oh. Mm -hmm. Up and he's gone. What? No, I'm still here. I'm just invisible too. <laughs> well, I, I know that. All right. Uh, I guess. I guess I should go and. Uh, uh, stay, you need a place to stay. To ah, oh, dang it, you're gone. <laughs> all right, uh, Quincy Ziggy. I'm gonna poke both of them. I'm gonna cast invisibility oh, on wait, all three of us. Wait, what about Jolene? <laughs> Fourth level. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, I think I, I can cast invisibility. Jolene jo 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 went, went home to the yeah. kids. Okay. Quincy, you should probably yeah, head back yeah, to your house just sure. in case there's uh, one Quincy there. Quincy will immediately just start flying back in that direction. Wait, Quincy, do you want one of us to come with you? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Banjo, I, I just think to myself, can invisible people see invisible people? Not unless they no. have your sight. <laughs> I can't see you. It's beyond. I can you that. <laughs> so as you all are heading, as you all are heading towards, uh, towards the Whitestone Inn, visibly and carefully, Quincy, you're flying over towards your home. And the first thing you see is a pillar of smoke. Oh, no, no, no. And that's where we're in tonight's session. Yeah. Hey, 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 bitch. I'm DMing a game for you tomorrow God out of damn. the kindness of my heart, and this is what you do to me. <laughs> oh, no. This is how you repay. Yep. <laughs> this is how you repay your friends. Oh, we tried so hard to set the tone, wow. keeping it light in the beginning. RFE?